0: Hi, folks. Welcome to the Toss and Scrambled Eggs Frasier Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today, we're not talking about an episode of Frasier. We're doing our first ever interview with somebody related to it. We are here with Jacob Reed, the head creative director on our Frasier remake, which we talked about a bit on the uh, podcast before. But Jacob, uh, you know, tell us about, about yourself and the
1: project. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, My name is Jacob Reed. That is all true. Um, I am a um, writer, director, visual artist. And I, uh, back in, like, March, had this crazy idea that, like, what if I got a bunch of friends together and we split up an episode of Frasier into little Mm -hmm. pieces and then we each made a piece? Mm -hmm. And that idea uh, grew so that it was a bunch of people who were some friends, Mm -hmm. but mostly strangers. And, um, we remade a a full episode of Frasier. The episode we picked was, uh, the season one finale, my coffee with Niles Mm -hmm. and split it up into 185 different chunks. Um, 130 something animators, (laughs) filmmakers, visual artists from, uh, about half the U S States. And, uh, Ten other countries oh. besides the U.S., eleven in total, um, all took chunks and put their own spin on it. And then we, uh, I edited it into a, a new version of the episode with new voice talent, mm-hmm. a new soundtrack, all kinds of stuff. And it is a a, a very unique, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trippy um, experience. Yeah. It's 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 a fun. Mm-hmm. you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it and most people have been liking it mm-hmm. but uh there have been a couple comments on it so far that are like i don't get uh-huh. this this is not for me and to which i i try not to always answer the negative mm-hmm. comments but i have answered several of those with yep, yep. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's yeah. for you <laughs> that's all right that's all right there's lots of stuff on yep. the internet yeah yeah we we watched it the the
0: night it came out and uh oh yeah. rad uh were you guys there on the live stream? We weren't.
2: We didn't watch it like, live. It- we d- we watched it like okay. not at midnight, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But we watched it like cool. that first day because, as I said, we had already recorded an episode leading into the reboot season, and we mentioned that we mentioned this project on that. That's so preview, cool. Preview episode uh, before we even heard from How you. did you guys find out um, about the it? The
2: algorithm. The algorithm <laughs> yeah. told me about it.
1: algorithm. <laughs> yeah. So that I- Which I algorithm? Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where it got the most- um,
2: Like traction. Al- uh,
1: algorithm. Uh, traction. Yeah. yeah, the most algorithm. That's where algorithm algorithmed the most algorithm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did you get a lot of artists through Instagram then? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mostly. I actually, um, I will probably never do this. Uh, and I, I hope that I do, but I kind of know that I won't. Um, but I I would love to write something that's like, here's everything I learned from doing this project. Cause I feel like I learned so much. And, um, my hope is that I can talk a friend of mine into just like interviewing me, uh, for like an hour and recording it. And then I can just release a transcript (laughs) of that. Um, because otherwise it'll be on my to-do list to write that up forever. <laughs> but yeah, I put like oh man, I reached out to um like art schools, which was stupid, but I didn't realize <laughs> like I was reaching out to a bunch of art schools in like May Uh-oh. of yeah. this year, so just as everyone was going on summer mm-hmm. break and I was like spending hours tracking down contact information and like seeing who the best faculty <laughs> would be to reach out to. Um and then as I started getting responses, everyone was like yeah, all the students are gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that makes yep. sense. <laughs> so, I did that. I, I paid like 50 bucks to list it in some, um, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, but like a, a place that basically solicits art for group shows mm-hmm. and gallery mm-hmm. shows. hmm and I think that I can confidently say I did not get a single person who found me that uh-huh. way. Everyone found it on Instagram or, like, a friend told mm-hmm. them. And so, uh, that's a big thing I learned. One, one of many things that I learned, but that's that's the biggest one. Wow.
2: It came together really quickly. We just came up with the idea this year. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. yeah well. I-
1: Thank you. Yeah, I had been thinking about doing something like this for a while. I think it's always kind of in the back of my head that I would like to participate in one of these. Mm There have been a couple cool projects like Mm -hmm. this, and I've been a huge Frasier nerd for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I should say Frasier nerd with a grain of salt, because within my friend group, I'm like the biggest Frasier nerd. But as I've met some of the true Uh Frasier nerds... I, I might not be the fanatic <laughs> that I, like, I, I don't, I don't have like, um, you know, episode reference recall the way that some people Yeah, some of them um, are listening do. to this. Same. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no <laughs> issue mm-hmm. with it. I, no. I am impressed by it. But I, I think like there, there was even one person, I mean, there's tons of Easter eggs in our Frasier remake. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them, I was like i wrote people back and i was like i'm confident that you did this for a reason and i don't understand what that reason uh, is and um you know please let me know and they'd be like oh uh season seven episode three it's because of this and i would be like oh okay cool mm-hmm. and then some sometimes people would write me back and they're like nah i just wanted to make something trippy and i was like "Hey, right, great. great so that yeah. you know both both work yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I caught very few of them, I, but then I know I could tell there was something there. I caught very few because I'm the one that doesn't know Fraser, uh between the two of us. <laughs> I've only seen it oh, that's for the fun. podcast. So,
1: I, I was learning. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fun. That's a fun dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yep. And Diana, you're like a, a diehard I wanna fan. I want to say I'm
2: diehard, but I am <laughs> the fan among us, and I have learned okay. so mm-hmm. much from this podcast, like how I'm not a fan at all. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) 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 I think there's a weird thing fans do of things where it's like, there's, there's, um I don't know. There's like a competition of like, who's the truest fan. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you watch something once and you kind of enjoy it, like it's okay (laughs) to say you're a fan. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm.
0: I would have said you were the hardcore fan eight years ago. Like or however long ago it was when Mm. we started, I would have said that. Yeah, I would have been like, "Of course you are in (laughs) the
2: local friend group." Yes, (laughs) yeah, we are. We are like above and beyond (laughs) Fraser nerds. Yeah, but around other Fraser people, we we are not. We're not the nerdiest, and that's cool because it's fun to hang around mm-hmm. with these people
1: do you guys use the word craniacs i've started using no. that that's good though no. and then and then the the official so i have like kind of a marketing background a little bit i used to be a creative director mm-hmm. and i thought i was like really clever coming up with craniacs <laughs> and then as they started advertising the new show like they used craniacs in their copy <gasps> a couple times and oh. i was like oh man they're they're using mm-hmm. it too, which is fine. Yeah. As they should. They have every right, right to. But you mm-hmm. know. That's have good. you
2: watched the new episodes?
1: <laughs> I have watched um I've watched the first two. Okay. I don't know how many I this now. Two. Um It yep. is okay. Um I yeah, I uh, you know what's funny is my, my wife is not even that big of a Fraser fan but she was like we gotta watch it like you did this whole thing you gotta watch the episodes <laughs> yeah. and I was gonna kind of wait till maybe the first season was out mm-hmm. I wasn't in a rush to watch mm-hmm. them but um, you know I did watch <laughs> them yeah okay <laughs> Decide if that's I'm you. not being deliberately cold. Yeah, I, okay. like, you know, like, I, I, I feel like I mean, this is the conversation we're having is like, did you like it? Yeah, right? I mean, a little yeah. bit, yeah. I'm curious, but you also- how did you guys feel? Um, have you talked about it a bunch on the podcast? Already? We have, but uh, yes, pleasantly, okay. Okay. I'm to
2: say we were exhausting ourselves with the idea that this was going to be like terrible and unwatchable. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised without like the full cast coming back that they were able to sort of yeah. replicate the kind of vibes of Fraser. Mm-hmm. Like I think mm-hmm. they're doing a pretty good job with an entirely new cast of people and Fraser. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I I never um I never expected it to like s- be really awful cuz there's there's clearly a lot of talented people working mm-hmm. on it and I, I assume that they have, you know, a real love for the source material. Um, I, I think it, if it were up to me, you know, I don't know that I'd ever have done, you know, a a, a spin-off like mm-hmm. this. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's, it's. Um, I have really mixed feelings on it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it, but I didn't expect to love it. And I didn't expect mm-hmm. to hate it. There were parts mm-hmm. I liked. There were parts I didn't like. I don't know. That feels so like vague and neutral. Um, I, I think what's really hard about multi cam sitcoms right now is that you used to get so much time to get your footing, mm-hmm. right? Like when the I mean, also OG Frazier came out of the gate like you know really strong, yeah. right? Like the pilot episode of that show is one of the best, absolutely mm-hmm. pilots that right. there is. So. I think my overall feeling is like, one, I wish them the best of luck. Two, boy, what a hard, challenging job (laughs) they all must Uh have. Because not only is it one of the best shows, critically and commercially of all time, but also it's like a totally different TV landscape where things have to be immediately successful or you just don't get Mm -hmm. (laughs) another shot at them. Um, or that's why you don't get another shot is because it know. is successful. Or that's yeah, why you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know. It used to be like less of a commodity where there was a president of a network who could be like, no, I believe in this right. show Seinfeld <laughs> right. or I believe in this show Breaking mm-hmm. Bad or whatever. Like I'm going to keep yeah. it around, but that doesn't really happen yeah. anymore. Cause you get, now you can get tax breaks instead by, by canceling something. Right, 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 right. By just canceling it. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, um, I hope it finds its footing. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not like totally on board yet, but I, I, I enjoyed myself
2: mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. I don't no, know. No, that's, that's fair. That's yeah, that's like, good. Yeah. I knew that I was going out on. On like a limb to ask <laughs> because i don't know oh to yeah. Ask me. yeah uh, and so <laughs> i i think that's a fair assessment Yeah. i once gave uh a movie review that was very um a punch drunk glove <laughs> that hmm. it was just like your review of that like just it was, I didn't hate it, I didn't lo- love it, I. it was weird, Um. I, I enjoyed yeah. what was there, and my teacher was just like, you have to pick a side, <laughs> you have to, and, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not being this kind of journalist then. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's tough also when, like, I don't know, like as someone who makes things in this industry, part of me immediately gets mad where it's like, there's so many original ideas that, and there's so mm-hmm. few, e- even though there's more shows than there've ever been, there's still so few slots. And to, to, to do something like this, where it's like, it's impossible to live up to expectations. And also there's so many other original shows and like that part makes me angry. Mm-hmm. But then also as someone who works in this industry who like, you know, has kids who I want to have on the good healthcare, like, I'm also like, I don't know, there's, sure, Kelsey Grammer is probably doing mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. But there's also people who are working on this show who, uh, this is either at least their next paycheck mm-hmm. or maybe it's their big break. Like, the guy who plays um, uh, Daphne and Niles's kid, yep, right? Yep. Like, he's he's more of, like, an unknown mm-hmm. actor. Like, mm-hmm. this must feel, you know, like, this this could be... Yeah. A huge break for him, yeah. right? And so I also like knowing how hard it is to make stuff. I-, I have been trying in the last several years to have my baseline for a negative review be that it wasn't really for mm-hmm. me, and nothing more <laughs> critical. But there are I don't know there's shows that I hate, <laughs> yeah, sure, but I didn't I didn't yeah. hate it.
2: I I like that. Too. It's more positive way of of. <laughs> consuming content mm-hmm. because you see so much all the yeah. time
1: well it's easy it's easy to just be like F- this, this yeah, sucks. Yeah. so yes. easy
2: absolutely
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and it doesn't make anybody feel good like um, to say it that way like it's a, yeah oh yeah no if you read uh, have you ever read a negative review of anything <laughs> you've
2: yes. <done>? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes
2: so many it yeah. sucks
0: yeah. The first review of this podcast ever but uh was pretty negative but that person also did not uh, clearly didn't understand a joke we were making in the very first episode, <laughs> which was we promised oh, we funny. wouldn't spoil anything, except for the fact that Martin's been dead the whole time. And like that's a joke. <laughs> and, first of all, John Mahoney was still alive when we sure. said that. Like, and so like we weren't making that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, it was it right. was like they said it wouldn't spoil anything. I'm like, yeah, we we didn't. Like, we didn't. That, that wasn't true. Oh wow, that's not a true thing. I
2: always <laughs> wonder if that's even a real. <laughs>
1: that's even a real reveal legitimately very upset so <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's a it's a paid troll from one of the other <laughs> podcasts. oh
2: yeah it's a big competition between I mean, all like five of us yeah. hey at the time
0: no, there weren't any <laughs> oh
2: there's probably a lot at more at the now. time
0: yeah really oh that's there were interesting. no there were no active podcasts when we started so like no active fraser podcast when we started so wow
2: uh, um i'd love to hear more about like why you're into Fraser? <laughs> yeah. Like, just go off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like <laughs> nerd no um,
1: out. Yeah. All right. I. Yeah. Why am I into Fraser? I. I, I think it's very well. It's very smartly written, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, like jokes per minute wise. It, it's. It's just so dense and so joke heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the, the first time I saw Frasier. I think I watched it. I, I, I know I watched at least some of it when it aired. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to watch Seinfeld when I was in middle mm-hmm. school, which I don't know if that ages me specifically, because it was on for a chunk of time. But then, like, I would also watch, you know, like, that was such a strong night of TV, mm-hmm. the whole, like, must-see yeah. TV, oh, yeah. right? Like, depending on the year, you've got right. Seinfeld, Frasier, friends, just shoot yeah. me. Will and Grace, uh and then About You was in there at 10 o'clock. Mad About You. Um, that's a revival, by the way, that I thought was fantastic. Oh, I haven't seen Um, I haven't actually watched that one. So almost no one watched it because it was on like Spectrum (laughs) cables (laughs) streaming something, which I don't know how much they like they probably used their entire budget to make the show and then they didn't advertise (laughs) it. Um but it was it really felt like oh we're just picking up, you know, thirty years Mm. later and it was just a few Mm -hmm. episodes and it was great. Um, but I remember watching Frasier and liking it and thinking it was like funny. And maybe the only thing I didn't like about it when I was younger is I was like, these people are just like kind (laughs) of rich snobs because I didn't fully understand that it was like making fun of rich snobs. Um, and then I just always kind of, I don't know. I was kind of kept watching it. And as I became an adult and as I went into a career in comedy, I, I became so impressed by the, writing the acting the physical comedy i think people say all the time like it it plays out like a stage play mm-hmm. in how um you know well acted and well written it is but it's also the physical comedy is so mm-hmm. good um the, it 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 has that like perfect cast chemistry i mean there's so many things about it and i think that it's also like i've learned through this project that there are more Frasier fans than I ever thought there were. <laughs> it's just that they're quieter yeah. than other fans. And I've been thinking about like why that is a lot. And I think of the same era, right? Like Friends was younger and had a lot of this like will they, won't mm-hmm. they sexy melodrama between various formations of characters. <laughs> and Seinfeld, you know, uh codified a lot of things that happen in real life, but we never talk yeah. about and like that, there's all of these quotable you know not only lines from Seinfeld but like literally terms that are in popular vernacular now mm-hmm. that that were termed on Seinfeld mm-hmm. but frasier i think the value proposition of anything where it's like it's just really good mm-hmm. is like harder to harder for it to have like a stickiness or a virality mm-hmm. to it yeah so i think that people like Frasier, they just don't talk about <laughs>
2: it as I, I agree.
1: hmm Yeah.
2: It's kind of a...
1: And it's... it's no, on, I was going
2: to say it's a quiet show, so it kind of makes sense. Like, it has... It's, it's hilarious, but it's quiet
0: mm-hmm. in a way.
2: Like, they're snobby and to themselves, so it's almost like Fraser fans are keeping it to themselves. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want to admit yeah. to yeah. it.
1: I, well, I, I, so I worked at BuzzFeed in like the early days of BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. and something we would talk about a lot was the share statement or the shareability of mm-hmm. something. And like you can like something as much as you want, but if you don't give someone a way to share it, it's not going to spread uh, mm-hmm. or it's going to be limited, yeah. you know, in, in how much it spreads. And so I feel like for friends, for Seinfeld, for, Even to a lesser extent, Will and Grace, or, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, any of those shows, Will and Grace is not the juggernaut that, like, Friends or Seinfeld is, obviously, although it's also very funny. Um, I just don't know how you express your fandom for (laughs) Mm Frasier as much, right? Like, opera, Sherry. (laughs) Right, coffee right. <laughs> like if you look through like anything anyone does about fraser how often tossed salads and scrambled yes. eggs are mentioned yes. yes is like a million because yep. we just like need something to hold on to to be like this is what it means to be a yeah. fraser fan right we say we talk about tossed salads and scrambled right. eggs all the time mm-hmm. right because there's there's it, it, there's so um it's not as simple maybe yeah. As some of those other shows. It's not not as gifable. You know, it's
0: (laughs) it's definitely not a show where you can just, like, make a gif, put a couple words at the bottom of what they're saying, and you're like, ha,
1: I get it. Hilarious. Yes, that is, I agree with that.
0: I use Seinfeld gifs all the time. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You see those all the time. You very, very rarely see a Frasier gif, even though, as you said, there's clearly so many fans, like, so many more fans than you'd realize. Yes.
1: Um, There's a lot. There's also, there's, like, a a coziness to Frasier, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I don't know... I would love to hear someone really wax philosophic about why. I think some of it is Seattle in the rain. Mm-hmm. Some of it is, is, you know, coffee shop vibes. Mm-hmm. And he has, you know, a very, uh, sultry radio <laughs> voice. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's something, I think there's another element. I think maybe, maybe it's the number of like cuts, right? Cause mm-hmm. it, it really plays out like a, each episode kind of feels like it could be a one act play. Mm-hmm. um, There's also no, which I didn't notice this really or think about it until I started working on this project, but there's never any B-roll yeah, uh, like or establishing Mm -hmm. shots, right? Every other show has that. And so, Frasier doesn't. That's why they have the title cards. And so, I think there's like an intimacy to Mm -hmm. it that comes from that.
0: So, there's a thing Diana has pointed out long ago on the podcast and it just comes up is how like every scene- in an episode of Frasier, always seems to start with somebody walking through a door or walking into a, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like that's how it works on a play. Again, like, that, like and yes. it, and I think it has to do with that. Like, you don't have the establishing shots, so you have to have the person entering the scene that is sort of like this is the start of a scene because somebody has walked yes. into the room. And,
1: yeah, like, you don't well, and that's what makes some of the Frasier quotes like not even quotable. Like even if you can think of them, like to me, a big Frasier quote is like Niles coming in and being like, hello, all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like if I was if I was with my friends and I came and I was like, hello, all, <laughs> like I don't think they'd be like, oh, from right. Frasier. You know, like they they'd just be like, why? Are, why are you talking like that? Whereas if I was like, these pretzels are making me thirsty, mm-hmm. you know, ev- you know, everyone knows what right. that's from. I do, exactly. uh, but yeah. <laughs> but that's also some of my favorite episodes are like the the cabin episodes mm-hmm. because it's literally just like a revolving door mm-hmm. of entrances and exits yes. and farce mm-hmm. and they're so fun, it's
2: so good.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> what? Uh, any other? What? What are questions? I mean, what are other things?
1: You, we sent you some questions. You guys sent me. I mean, yeah. You want me to just like um, I could talk about this forever. I mean, I got one in particular that's my okay. favorite
2: question. You, you should. Uh, that's my. Is okay. there
0: anything? for you that like you think about related to Fraser. that sort of like, here's the thing I believe I think about, I want to have happened (laughs) uh, are, are, but really bothers me that you're like, normals aren't going to understand this, but like the, all these people that we've found out like are so into this, like they would understand, but man, I can't talk to my friends about this nonsense. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, so I think one thing I've seen a lot about recently is like, how does Frazier have such a nice apartment? Mm-hmm. But I think he's like, he clearly doesn't come from money. Right. right? Cause, cause Martin is so working class. Yeah. Niles has money cause he's married to Maris, right. but um, that's, uh, I, I don't want to spend too much time on that. Cause I feel like that's been like a thing I've seen a lot sure, of the yeah. internet recently. Yeah. And I have no brand new take <laughs> on sure. that except for that. Um, sitcom apartments are always <laughs> huge. Let's stop trying to <laughs> <break>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're huge. Cause they're on a soundstage. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I think a lot about the other shows on KACL Mm -hmm. and want to know, like, if there was a specific inspiration for those shows Mm -hmm. or like, what would an actual show (laughs) be, Uh right? So like that, uh, Gil Chesterton's Chesterton's show, Mm -hmm. it's hard to say. Um, like that feels like oh okay that's kind of like the splendid table or like mm-hmm. um, there's other like public radio shows yeah. that I've heard that are like okay yeah yeah I kind of get that I don't know what father Dan's show was <laughs> like oh, yeah. that to me was always like is it about re- like there there was a show I remember on PBS for a while there was a show about like I'm trying to remember if it was called like on faith or on religion uh-huh. or like something and it was like it might have even been as cliche as like a rabbi and a priest talking about different <laughs> uh-huh. issues of the day, or but I, but I'm super curious. Like for each of those, was there a specific show that they were? Yeah,
2: that's a really you know, like good I question. know what bulldogs deal mm-hmm.
1: was. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm like, there wasn't there. There was like a pet lady. Right? There was like, like
2: a pet show so- and like <laughs> a
1: chul. Well, and sometimes it would just be like a one off yeah. joke mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, that's funny, but like obviously that's not a whole show, right?
0: But also, then what is it like? Because sometimes it's like somebody, right, right, it's, right. like it's this person works at the station. It ha- is a host at the station. Right. We met her once, but
1: that's a show that exists on this radio station. We
2: really only I- know yes.
1: Also, what kind of programming is KACL? Because right. it's like kind of. I know it's talk radio, but there's a lot of things that don't. Yeah, totally fit. I also. Uh, would love f- to know from someone who was working on the original, I don't know, like the first season or mm-hmm. so, did anyone know the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist? <laughs> because mm-hmm. him and his brother are both psychiatrists, mm-hmm. but anything they ever talk about is... Psychology. More like talk yeah, therapy. Yeah. yeah, they're they're not like prescribing anything to anyone right. ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: they,
1: they make like a couple like... Kind of glib or like jokey references to like shock therapy every <laughs> once in a while, which is like, uh, feels like something maybe not to joke right. about, but I don't know. Yep. I, I, yeah, I, anyway, I'm super curious about. I, I, I've always wanted to, like, I've even checked and been like, they do say they're psychiatrists, yes. right? Because they, yeah. Don't seem to practice (laughs) psychiatry.
0: Yeah, there's only, like, a couple of references ever on the show at all to, like, actual, like, medication. Something that would require you to be, like, an actual Mm -hmm. medical doctor. You know, anything like that. You know, like a doc. And maybe that was different 30 years ago? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, they definitely mentioned Niles having a prescription pad. Yes. Like, there's a thing. We're Mm -hmm. definitely talking Mm -hmm. about that. So, like, we he definitely... They definitely did prescribe medicine on the show, but it's very rare. It was almost, you're right, it almost—it was almost always just about talk therapy and not
1: right, the medical aspects of it. I don't know. I, that's, that's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the kind of thing that you're no, the, that is, about. No, it is, absolutely. Those are things I think about yeah. a lot.
2: I think Dave is very curious um, about Daphne's... A psychic, right? <laughs> right.
1: Why? Mm-hmm. Why is this? She's a little she's bit. She's a psychic, little bit, not, she, but she's demonstrably
0: yeah. actually psychic. It's not just her beliefs. We see it multiple times, pro- mm-hmm. like provably well, there's true. Like
2: that later scene when Daphne is going to get married to not Niles, <laughs> and she she has that it. premonition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know. We all know. Um,
1: <laughs> Saul Rubinick, who has a very, 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 very brief cameo <laughs> that no one has yet noticed in our Frasier. Oh, movie. really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I gotta rewatch it now. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's he's he's. You'd have to you have to go frame oh, really? by frame okay. uh, toward toward the uh, end. Okay. But yes. Oh. Wow, he was very nice enough to. This is the first time I've ever said That's anything amazing. about it. So, I've been <laughs> waiting for someone to. Sometimes I'll like go comment on the on the YouTube, and then I'll be like, Hi, I'll let someone <laughs> else find it and I'll delete it. So um, this is an exclusive. Yeah, he was. Uh, is what you're saying? This isn't That's exclusive. Okay. He he uh, he is one of two people who was nice enough to agree to do this. Wow. But the other person um couldn't get me theirs until after uh, we put the episode oh. out. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with it now, but. <laughs> Um, anyway, sorry, I totally interrupted, uh, what you were saying. Uh, She's psychic, she's getting married to Nani. Yes,
2: and she sees the, the dragon, isn't there, like, a dragon statue thing that happens? And it, like, it's, she has this, like, premonition about a dragon, and that she's gonna marry somebody with a dragon. I don't even remember what it is, but it's, like, clear, like, Clearly she's psychic. Uh, Yeah. Because she's definitely Mm -hmm. seeing something that's going to happen, or maybe, I don't know, clear Yeah, but that does
0: definitely happen, like, yeah, and then the thing actually does happen later on. Um, But yeah, there's multiple things like that, and a thing that always bothers me is, like, she is in daily interaction with two fairly prominent psychiatrists, and is demonstrably psychic, and neither of them take a moment to- Say like, hey! This is this could be like the biggest breakthrough in the study of like <laughs> neurology and brains and everything in ever. We have an actual <laughs> provable psychic here, <laughs> and
1: neither of them ever noticed. Oh, I think to me, I feel like that that is. I don't know if it's purposeful, but it like adds to them mm-hmm. because she's uh, she's working class. Mm-hmm. Like she's nothing that she's done oh, yeah. right. Like even though Niles like pu- puts her up on this pedestal. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that she could do that would impress them in yeah. that way, yeah. you know, and that like that's a thing I think about all the time, where I'm just sort of like, if
0: they weren't so prejudiced about that, yeah, like in this world, psychics are real, and Daphne is one of them, right, <laughs> and they could be either one of them could be or the two of them together could be the first like like established scientists to, to prove, prove it of how it works and that or, it's real yeah. and to
1: study an actual psychic and no nobody ever notices that'd be a funny turn for the <laughs> show to take <laughs> just <laughs> all of a sudden one season just goes in that direction where they're trying to get clinical studies funded yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah,
0: but i <laughs> just like that could be a side story in this, yeah. you know, this reboot. Just like, by the way, Niles is now famous for proving that psychics exist. You know, like you could just—you <laughs> <laughs> like, don't have to now. That you don't need to explore it. Funny. Now it's just a thing over there. Like, mm-hmm. hey, remember when ten years ago Niles figured out that Daphne is actually psychic?
2: <laughs> actually, psychic.
0: <laughs> you know?
1: Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, I have a, another question. Did you watch Cheers? Um, I,
1: no. Okay. I I was, like, too young for Cheers when it was initially mm-hmm. out. I tried to get into it a couple times um, as an adult, and um, I it, it enjoyed it, but was never like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I got to watch every episode of this. Yep. Oh, I just, so I, yeah, I, I tried to watch Cheers with the goal of getting to when Frazier shows up mm-hmm. in Cheers, and I never <laughs> made it. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, I don't have infinite right, time, you yeah. know, yeah. like, I, I'm not anti right. Cheers. I just, it, if it's I, not for you, yeah. then yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's
2: a big commitment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like,
1: it's a lot yeah, of
2: episodes. It's a lot of episodes, and mm-hmm. it's really sexist. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. <It's, laughs> yeah. There's a lot of sexism, obviously, on, on Fraser also, and some of it is of the time. Mm -hmm. But I think there's like, I've, I've thought about that a lot too, of like, why am I more forgiving of that? Or why is it Mm -hmm. less cringy to me in a way? And I do think that, um, in a lot of ways, Roz was kind of like a trailblazing character Mm -hmm. for like anti slut shaming, Mm -hmm feminist embrace of sexuality. I don't know what all the right terms of that mm-hmm. would be, but I think like she really holds her own and is played so well by Perry Gilpin that there is like, uh, obviously not all the sexism is directed at Ross. It's all over the place. But I think, I think that having a really um strong female character with a lot of agency mm-hmm. kind of balances it out. Plus, obviously, you know, it was 30 years ago. But yeah. Agreed. <laughs> it's Every once in a while, there is something
0: where I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I definitely agree with that. Because like, there really isn't that in Cheers. Like, to offset the, the intense sexism, there isn't
1: really you No, know, there's just that,
2: more of it. There's, there's just more, more of it. Yeah.
1: on top. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's also, I mean, besides Roz, there's a lot of like, not that there's other- you know, uh, Daphne is a really strong mm-hmm. character on her own mm-hmm. too, but she doesn't have maybe as much agency at the beginning. But there are like, um, you know, well, I don't know, some of the, some of them do become sexualized, but there are such like heavy hitter female characters early on, like guest stars mm-hmm. um, that I don't know. It it it, it bothers me less. Yeah. yeah, I
2: I also think like Fraser progresses as the show goes along. It doesn't, mm-hmm. like, just double down and get worse. It does, like, change mm-hmm. with the times somewhat. <laughs> yeah. Which is always going to mm-hmm. be behind. Right. Because TV time, right. I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, even in the new one, there were jokes that I was like, oh, we're doing that <laughs> yeah. still? Like the, Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what... What I should or shouldn't spoil if people haven't listened by to the it. time yeah, this there's, comes there's
0: a couple out. Things. By the time this comes out, they will have heard the episode uh, that where we recapped the whole oh, thing. Yeah, okay. So yeah, feel free to say whatever.
1: Yeah, there's. I mean, I I I, I thought the joke with um, what's her face, who's the dean of the, Olivia, yeah, I guess of the Harvard Law School, mm-hmm. Olivia. Mm-hmm. All all this stuff about just like him being a hunky firefighter <laughs> was like yeah right? yeah like, yeah. It 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 felt like kind of tired and then also the um uh uh Fraser thinking that his um friend his roommate is like <laughs> yeah. into him uh-huh. is yeah. like really yeah. like, you haven't taken out it's no. not it's not that those are I, yeah I don't know with stuff like that I'm not like oh that's so overtly sexist like yeah that I don't know yeah. stuff like that does happen in real life maybe you want to portray it in a show but like if you're writing the show and you could pick anything <laughs> to be in what like, you're writing yeah. why pick yeah. that
0: I mean it does feel like the, the sort of wacky misunderstanding kind of trope of a Frasier episode but it's like yeah that I mean you're Fraser's- 20 years older than you sh- <sighs> than when this the first one ended and you shouldn't have made that mistake with a 28 year old woman when the show ended like let alone 20 years later
2: well that's when they said she's 28 Yeah, yeah. and she's hor- and also like Frasier's horny well like, there's that yes that's always been his thing where he's like hey <laughs> I think you yeah, always pointing. This is a yeah. podcast, so you know everyone's gonna see see that.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Um, but I agree yeah, that yes, it's true. I was also like, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus,
0: plus, he's not just a. It's not just Olivia flirting with a firefighter. It's a f- flirting with a former student at her school.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, also with the son of someone uh, who she's trying yeah. to recruit to work yeah. there. It just uh, to me, it's like every line is so valuable in the in a pilot mm-hmm. episode and in in the first couple episodes and even you know ten seasons into yeah. a show, right? You only get twenty two minutes or right. whatever. Um, these episodes I think are a little yeah. longer, but like of all of the things that you want to <laughs> tell us about this character, yeah, you're putting horny for uh, firefighters on the same level as has some kind of rivalry with her sister, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but you're telling us. Many more times that she's horny for firefighters (laughs) than anything about her personal (laughs) Mm -hmm. life, which is – I mean, I guess being horny for firefighters, maybe that's part of your personal life, but
0: um, I don't know. I feel like maybe – I feel like what they were trying to do was more just about how, like, as Alan pointed out, she hasn't had a date in a while, so she's just sort of horny for someone, and he happens to be a firefighter, but it's still – it, it's not it i'm not i'm not defending it i'm just saying like i guess maybe that's what they're trying to get at
1: that she's just kind of lonely but i like, get yeah i get
0: the math like of no it, you but... could do a lot more right yeah um, a
1: lot more. yeah i thought he was great um the dude who plays yeah. alan it made me want to go watch whatever the british show is that he's on so i thought he was very very funny um. only fools and horses <laughs> yeah yeah that's yes um we've talked about that Quite big a
2: fan of that show, actually. Famous British yeah. show, it's, yeah. I've it's it, it's never seen it. Yeah. it's probably very, also very, very yeah. sexist.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's hard. It's hard to separate yep. all that stuff from the the, the context. Yeah, yeah.
2: I know you have to go soon, so it should be.
1: Yeah. Anything else about our Frasier remake? I definitely would will plug it and tell people to go watch it if they haven't. Yes. Yes. yes absolutely. So, and if anyone knows any reporters or journalists uh please tell them about it <laughs> yes please do because we don't really know any but if
0: anybody listening does absolutely you can write to us i guess or or you could write to you could give some sort of way of reaching out so. sure huh.
1: or just send them the uh, link yeah well yes yeah. <laughs> no, or send
0: them the link <laughs> absolutely because yeah it was it was great it was, uh it was a lot of it—it uh, it wasn't what I would have expected when I was imagining. Oh, would yeah? What were you expecting? Well, it's more just—it was—it wasn't that it wasn't what I was expecting. It was that I never would have predicted this moment in it looking like this. You know, like I never would have. There were some, you know, mm-hmm. there were some pretty psychedelic kind of moments in it, and like kind of you know, uh, <laughs> very abstract uh, moments in it where I would have mm-hmm. just where I was just thought like. If you asked me to imagine in my head what this project looks like, I wouldn't have guessed this these seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I was like, but it was fun. I really enjoyed that about it, you know, because that's you know, yeah. gives you a good idea of, you know, like I don't know enough about visual art as part of it. Or so I was just sort of uh mm-hmm. just like
1: seeing all the things just thinking like I wow. think
2: Frasier would have liked it. I think yeah. the actual Fraser Crane would have been a fan.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's, it's very, um, it feels very arty. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, And actually when we did, when we did the screenings, so we did screenings in a couple different cities and even though the episode is, uh, it's actually about like 20, almost 25 minutes long because we added our own credits Mm -hmm. at the end for all the people who, you know, worked on the, the, the remake of it. Um, but the screening was about an hour. And so I put other shorts, um what I called VHS oddities that were like weird things love, I love found news. online from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some outtakes from the episodes and, and other shorts from um, outtakes, sorry, from our episode, not from mm-hmm. original Frasier episodes. Um, and then I also put some shorts by different people who worked on our Frasier remake. And the very first one that I did um, was from an animator uh, named Lucy Ellis, who it was like a minute-long stop-motion, but like very abstract stop-motion. It's called Bits and Bobs, and you can find it online, and it's great. It's like a minute-long, mm-hmm. but it's like just found objects like popping up with this like... <laughs> and it, I felt like it... I chose it to like orient the audience immediately <laughs> at the screening to be like, hey, you, this, you're going to see some artsy <laughs> shit, so <laughs> get ready. Right. And I, I, one thing I love about how it turned out, and, and it was somewhat on purpose, both in who I um who i asked to join the projects because it was a mix of people who found it and people who i reached out to but also um i i asked people to tell me what batch they wanted and then what style they were thinking of um doing Mm -hmm. it in and sometimes i would say like oh that's uh most of the time like i wasn't trying to screen anyone i wanted it to be anyone who wants to participate can Mm -hmm. participate but um sometimes i might tell someone like hey that's actually really similar to the style that's." right before Mm -hmm. it so do you want to pick something else or um i tried to like vary it up so there what there is a mix of like um more representational animation followed by something that's a little more trippy Mm -hmm. or maybe a couple trippy things in a row but Mm -hmm. not so many that you kind of uh lose your grounding right like there and then i also really wanted to i really wanted there to be Continuity because, um, I, I've liked watching a lot of these different remakes that people have done, but I, I find that I end up liking each scene kind of on its own, Mm -hmm. uh, more than I like the whole product. And so I really wanted this to, um, flow and work together as one Mm -hmm. piece. So there were a lot of restrictions that I put on people as far as the length of things, how kind of, how much liberty they could take with Mm -hmm. it. And then I also, while the um, visuals are all over the place, I wanted the audio to be really consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the times with projects like this, people will do their own audio for each Mm -hmm. batch. Um, But I wanted to have the audio be consistent throughout so that it felt like you were watching one cohesive, Mm -hmm. you know, you can follow who's (sighs) who, you can follow what's happening. Without knowing it, like, super, super yeah. well. Did you... So,
0: uh, that made me wonder, did... Was the audio recorded first so people could sync to it? Or how was that done? No, that would have been a great way to <laughs> okay. do it.
1: That would have been, that would have been the ideal... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the ideal way mm-hmm. to do it. Um, that's how most animation is mm-hmm. done. Uh, in this case, I had people uh starting on on animating or or their filmmaking or whatever they did for their batch before I had all of the voice talent mm-hmm. cast so if people uh listening are unfamiliar um w- rather than release the episode with the original audio we uh or i cast different actors for each of the mm-hmm. roles um Eric Bauza who does all the voices of the looney tunes now he does frasier um, James Adomian, who's a great mm-hmm. comedian, who's on probably done guest spots or main characters on almost any show, yeah. you know, animated show you like. Uh, he does Niles. Um, Lauren Lapkus plays Roz. Haley Hepworth plays Daphne. Um, Daniel Van Kirk plays Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a real brief cameo from Ben de la Creme, who is a very famous, um, drag queen mm-hmm. who plays Maris and also the gruff homophobic bathroom guy, <laughs> um, <laughs> Excellent. which was just a funny, you know, like, um, she was a fan of Fraser and reached out, uh, commented on a couple things. And then I reached out to be like, would you want to be involved <laughs> in this somehow? And we, at that point, all the roles mm-hmm. have been cast. So we just found a way to mm-hmm. make it work. Um, but yeah, that I I was imagining having to do some kind of crazy ADR thing where the new voices matched mm-hmm. up perfectly, and I had no idea technically how I was going to do that. And so I started recording with the the characters that had the least number of lines mm-hmm. first, just to be like, does this does this work? <laughs> does this <laughs> yeah. work if we're not like timing it out perfectly, yeah. and it mostly did, which mm-hmm. was wild, and I could kind of like. Pull together a couple takes, mm-hmm. maybe, and make it work. And um it <laughs> it's not as exciting of an answer, but it just kind of ended up being less of an issue than I thought uh-huh. it was gonna be. Um, somewhat because uh there are not every batch has like a really tight lip sync mm-hmm. between the uh animation and the and the original yeah. voice anyway. And and not everyone even animated the mounds. Right. So obviously on those on those <laughs> batches it's a lot yeah. easier to sync things yep. up. Um, but then there were some where there were a couple where I, I needed to get pickups from the different actors Mm -hmm. where I was like, Hey, I'm just not, there's no way to make this sing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you just watch this like five times (laughs) and then try to do it with the exact rhythm Uh or, um, Oh, I, I completely forgot to mention, uh, Rekha Shankar Mm -hmm. did the uh, voice of the waitress. Um, yeah. When she was recording her audio, uh, she actually just like listened to the episode the way you Mm -hmm. would if you were doing ADR and, and, said her did her deliveries as yeah she was listening to the mm-hmm. lines and so those ones matched up perfectly yeah, yeah. which was yeah. great that's funny um i think right because the uh, uh, and
0: lauren lapkins actually those are the only two that i knew before watching who mm-hmm. like who had been cast in that so um because that's yeah, fun. we've been uh binging a lot of dropout recently, and uh, so' very familiar oh, it's like, yeah uh, so, <laughs> yeah
1: she's uh, what's so funny is like she uh we have she and I have so many mutual friends and had never met. Mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember if I had even heard her name. I kind of like recognized her face. I recognized both her name and her face from a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff. um but as an audience member, I'm not as plugged into that college humor dropout world mm-hmm. and then I saw that she was following the project for a while, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and I was like, why do I, why does that name sound familiar? Why does she look familiar? And then I like looked up some of her stuff and I was like, Oh yeah, I've totally seen her and uh-huh. stuff. Uh, she was on a show that um, some friends of mine were in. And then she also was one of the main writers for a couple other shows that I, I watched and, and that friends worked mm-hmm. on. And so uh, some people I knew better than others, Lauren and I have been friends for God, almost a, more than a decade, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Reika, I literally just messaged her. And I was like, hey, I saw you're following this. I had actually messaged her a couple of times being like, hey, thanks for promoting mm-hmm. this. Like, I'm so glad you yeah. like it. And then I was like, wait, why don't you just be the waitress? And she was like, really? I was like, yeah, well, I don't know. Let's do it. That's great. And so we met up over Zoom and, you know, half of the call was like, do you know this person? Do you mm-hmm. know that person? Like, oh man, that's so cool. And then we are like, all right, I guess we have to record, you know, this stuff. Um, and then she nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. Was, yeah. I mean everyone yes, nailed it. Agreed. All the voices yeah. are yeah. <laughs> yeah. For for me what's fun is like it's a mix of um it's a mix of like a really faithful uh performance that sounds like the character mm-hmm. to um people that don't sound as much like the character, but it's just like what if this person played that character? <laughs> right. And I think both are really fun. Mm-hmm um agreed i as as the person putting it all together i believed it would work but i also the first time that i watched (laughs) stuff coming together like the first time that i had like three or four batches in a row Mm -hmm. and i could watch them as like okay does this all cut together and it's not so crazy Mm -hmm. um i was so pleasantly surprised and then same deal with like i remember um was the first person i recorded audio with who plays daphne and like as I was starting to lay in her audio, I just like texted her um like a video of my screen being like, It's working <laughs> <laughs> like I was so excited. That's so great. That it it worked. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's so great. Like as I've done just enough editing stuff with that kind of thing to know that like if it actually works, that's amazing. <laughs> like it if it can actually yeah. get it to like without doing a ton of work, that's that is that is a uh,
1: just such a relief. It, it, It was a pleasant surprise and I'm, I'm luckily at a place in my career where I feel like sometimes those pleasant surprises, um, are the result of something I did purposefully leading up Mm -hmm. to it that I either realize later or don't realize or like I'm trying to give myself enough credit that like, you know, it's, it's partially by design. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think that creative projects have an alchemy to them where you can um, you can shape them a certain amount Mm -hmm. and then you kind of just need to trust that they will finish shaping this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like you can't, I'm kind of a a control freak. So I think in my life and in my career, I've tried to control things too much. And um, this, this was a really fun example of a project where it's like, if you can kind of shape the parameters early on, then everything just kind of falls into place. That's great. Well, side note, uh, I just want to say it. I now
0: uh, understand a lot better why one of the other videos on your channel is uh, Daffy Duck singing the fr- the end theme. I was
1: like, well, that's fun. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes. that's really like, good, why but did he do what this? a strange yeah. – he, he happens to have a really good Daffy Duck impression. <laughs> yeah, turns out, I guess <laughs> there's a reason for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He, he uh, last year won an Emmy for <laughs> – Oh, I think he will actually, maybe he won an Emmy for Bugs Bunny specifically, mm-hmm. but he does. I mean, he is, it, it, I mean, just go down a, go down a YouTube wormhole uh-huh. of like Eric Bowser doing voices. Cause he's so, he's a super nice guy, but he's also so talented. He's like a savant for, mm-hmm. at, like his first, I, his first pass of Frasier, I was like, uh, his last name is Bowser. And so a lot of people call him Bowser. I was like, Bowser, I think this sounds, too much <laughs> like i think people are gonna think i just like found a way to rip the kelsey grammar audio yeah. and he's like all right I'll, I'll he's like well how much parody like as if it was a dial he was turning yeah. on like a control panel uh-huh. he asked me like well where do you want it on the line of like you know uh voice match to parody mm-hmm. and i was like oh um i think well sync wise and i was as i was trying to explain it he's like look I'll just give you an ABC take for everything. My a take will be a, like a perfect voice match. My B take will be a little more parody. And then my C take will be like really cartoony. Uh And I was like, all right. Yeah, great. And then he basically just like, just did that. And it it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, He's, he's a really amazing, uh, everyone who did voices on this is great at what they Mm -hmm. do. What he does, maybe even more than everyone else is like, just a, uh, he has the ability to mimic, Mm -hmm. Mimic people who you didn't even think were like <laughs> mimicable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had a brief moment when it first started where I was like, is this? No, this is somebody else, but like it was really good. Like it was, It was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. No, this is definitely not actually Kelsey Grammer, but this is somebody doing a pretty good, like a real solid, but not perfect. And I guess intentionally not perfect, like, but real solid. Yeah. Fraser Reed, you have know, so.
1: Well, intentionally on but my yeah. end, like mostly if, if there was a take he did that timed out right, but wasn't like a really perfect because the the re- the perfect voice matches timed out better sure, with the yeah. lip sync. Mm-hmm. But if there was anything else, you know that I could use uh I yeah. used it. There's there's really I'm trying to think if it's online somewhere on one of my channels. It probably is, but I, I directed I met him because I directed a pilot presentation a couple years ago um that he was in And one of the things that we did for it, um, we had a segment called, "Oh, I'm trying to remember now. It was was something about like, you know, like voice roulette or Mm. something. And it was um, Ben Schwartz, who's who does a (laughs) lot Uh of voiceover stuff also, but is a, you know, comic actor, uh, basically like challenging Bowser to do different (laughs) voices. So he'd be like, okay, uh, um, uh, Richard Dreyfuss ordering a hamburger. (laughs) And then Bowser would be like, okay. And he would do, you know, Uh, that wasn't one, right. But, yeah. You know, things right, like yeah. that. And it's, um, it's just uncanny mm-hmm. to watch him. You know, he he has a Paul Giamatti that I, <laughs> that is so yeah. good. It's amazing. He actually does. Sorry. I'm just like, now I'm just like <laughs> geeking out about how much, how <laughs> I think he is. but he, he does all of the, um, if it's not a tent pole movie of Puss in Boots, like any other Puss in Boots, mm-hmm. anything he does Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Uh, doing ah. Puss in Boots for, like, everything That's else uh, <laughs> that, that is Puss in Boots. That's
0: fantastic. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, now we, as I said, we can talk for forever, yes. but we are now ten minutes past the already past our time, uh, latest you said you could be done, so I want to respect your time if you need to
1: be finished. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean- uh i have I, I i probably have time for like two okay. questions now that i'm seeing these texts from okay. my wife okay because <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah i was gonna say there's the e- the fairly qu- potentially fairly
0: quick ones which are either favorite fraser side character or, Yeah. Hit hip, hip yeah, me like is, is there one like a you know a bb a, a gill someone G- like that who's like your favorite
1: like yeah what do you i mean so side character means like not, not like not part of the, the yeah like Niles right. wouldn't be. Right, right. If you're there, seeing then. the thumbnail
0: okay. on like Hulu or whatever,
1: they're not there. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And is it is it a season where um where Bulldog <laughs> is
2: there or <laughs> not? County? Yeah.
1: I was I was like I was Dan like you Butler.
2: can count
0: Bulldog if you want. I will leave that up to you. But I was I was thinking I, I wouldn't because
1: I would love mm. to know that story, by the oh, way. I have not read that yeah. anywhere. And probably I assume that maybe there was no drama and it was just, they thought he was going to be more of a main character than Mm -hmm. he wasn't, but like that, that had to have been rough for him. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So if it's, if it's a non bulldog season, I think Dan Butler is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. characters. Um, BB Glazer, Mm -hmm. definitely a favorite character. Quick side note. um, I don't know much about PR. I learned a lot about PR for this project (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I sent out like press releases Mm -hmm. and stuff. And someone recommended that the press release should come from not me, like a Mm -hmm. friend. Um, and so I just, I had a account, our Fraser remake at mm-hmm. Gmail. And so I just made the, the name associated with that account, BB Glazer. <laughs> nice. And so I sent out all of the, all of the press releases for this were sent out from <laughs> BB Glazer, Fantastic. which I thought would be a joke people would get. And no one <laughs> thought it was a joke. I, I just got responses that were like, Hey BB, thanks for sending <laughs> this over. Like, uh, we could run this <laughs> or we could run that. And, um, yeah, it, it it struck me as like slightly shady and dishonest mm. to do, but also something that BB Glazer would absolutely <laughs> yes. have done. Uh huh. So she's yeah, she's one of my favorites. And then um, I'm trying to remember his the character's name, but Tom McGowan's the actor oh, who played this Kenny. Uh, Kenny, Kenny, Daly, Kenny, yeah. right, the station mm-hmm. yep. manager. I don't even know if that's that fun of a character, <laughs> but I find that actor to be so likable and charismatic mm-hmm. that like. I would have loved to see him more. Yeah. I just really liked mm-hmm. him.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: That uh, was a good answer. Yeah. Good answer. <laughs> 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 All right. Doing
0: a little family feed here. <laughs> so, I guess one other one. because uh, So, we focus a lot on the drinks on on the show. Like, we track every mm. drink. This is like, a good episode like, yeah, for that. Yeah, it is. Very, very good. Um, uh, a thing that we've always done on the podcast, we track, you know, what? everything they drink that you can identify on the show. We try to keep track of that at the <laughs> end. Uh, and obviously my coffee with Niles is all set in
1: cafe, which I guess is why I'm wondering, do you have a go-to mm-hmm. cafe order? Like, yeah. I mean, that's definitely one of the reasons I ch- I chose it for, uh, for this mm-hmm. remake also, because it's like a bottle episode and there's not a ton of location changes yeah. also because of the nature of the conversation they yeah. chose. Um my go-to, it depends where I'm sure. going. If I'm going to just like any coffee shop that's not like a chain, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is probably mostly where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll usually get a, uh, a mocha mm-hmm. with almond mm-hmm. milk. It's not particularly exciting. Uh, we also have a, a coffee bean near me. And so if I go to coffee bean, I'll get a, um, uh, uh what's it called? Uh, uh, English breakfast tea latte. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Which I will sometimes get with half half of the sweetener, because otherwise it's, like, so fucking syrupy. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
2: Nice. Yeah, that's my go-to. So, fun. Good go-to. So.
0: so, we could track drinks in this episode. You know, we know, do, we don't have, you know, there's no drinks in this episode to track, so now we well, have
1: There's, there's a black coffee, uh-huh. right? Uh, Martin gets a black yeah, yeah. coffee, Niles gets a, a Kenya cappuccino, <laughs> 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 and um, Fraser finally gets his... I wish I had it memorized, but I, I for sure don't. Yeah, it's a decaf, the, no fat, uh, s- something. Something, no cinnamon and <laughs> size. <insights. laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Do you have anything you want to promote or do anything you want to? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: thank you for asking Wrong that. Um, yeah, I think probably the biggest thing that's that's relevant to this project <laughs> and this podcast is that I had always intended on doing a Fraser themed art show to come out at the same time as this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, as the episode remake. And being that I'm one person with kids and a job and all that, it never happened at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, but I have had artists send me all kinds of incredible work. I have these um amazing, I actually use these when someone had to drop oh, out wow. uh, last minute. I used these to animate a section, but there's um I'm holding up these uh nesting dolls from Bobo Babushka, which who's an artist on Instagram, Irene Huang is her name, and she does these incredible dolls so this will be in the fraser art show fantastic um there's not a date yet mm-hmm. but um there is on our website our there is a tab that i think is called like art or art show or something and if people do fraser art or if people are artists who listen <laughs> mm-hmm. to this or if anyone wants to be involved you can submit there's like a google form mm-hmm. um sometime either end of this year maybe beginning of next year um there's going to be a fraser gallery show some somewhere in la mm-hmm. um that people can submit to very cool uh so i want to <laughs> plug that and then the other thing i want to plug that didn't get as i didn't have a time to promote it as much but i think it's kind of a fun thing that we did is i had people send me their background images from their batches mm-hmm. and i put them together <laughs> um with like coffee shop ambience and rain and there's like a slightly over an hour video on our youtube that is just that for an hour it's great to like study and work to and every 10 minutes it plays one of the opening jingles from season from from frazier but in the order of the season so like if you're working you could be like oh 10 minutes has gone (laughs) by 20 minutes has gone by it is the most I niche <laughs> thing that I, I love it. I could almost only imagine people who listen to a show like this would be uh-huh. into. Um, but it's very soothing and the artwork is beautiful. And there's um, each, each image has like the Instagram handle for whoever designed it. And also on our website, you can download all of those images for like desktop oh, backgrounds wow. or Zoom backgrounds. Very cool. So you could actually, I should have done that for this, <laughs> but like, yeah, you can make your, your Zoom background. Um one of the illustrated Cafe Nervosas. Fantastic. Slow fi beats to record talk radio to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
0: it. Excellent. That was very cool.
2: Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to checking those things out myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> that's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, thank but- you so much for answering our questions. I'm just like Yeah, thanks so much for having me on
0: it's been fantastic so yeah thank you very much
2: great to meet you and
1: you guys too i'll let you guys know when we have a date for the um for the art show because that's gonna be i I just couldn't do both at the same time but but uh it's gonna happen it's gonna be awesome
2: yeah i want to go
1: yeah
2: (laughs) go to la yeah
1: i know people have asked me if if it's happening in any other cities and i was just like uh (laughs) honestly probably not because i'd have to like ship the art and it's already enough of a headache i'm realizing to have people like ship me their art and then possibly ship it back although the plan is to sell all of the artwork and have it split between the artist and a um tbd mental health related uh charity Mm -hmm. um so that i don't have to mail anything back also because it's Good. Yes, but, do, yeah. but mostly because I don't have because yeah. I don't want to have to mail anything back <laughs> <Right>. to anyone. <laughs> oh, I think I saw that
0: proceeds for for a Frazier remake. They were um, oh yeah. What's the foundation that they're going to? Is there something? Like that?
1: Yeah, if people if people have any desire to um support it, it's a great org called Tusk, which is the Union Solidarity mm-hmm. Coalition. So, uh I mean, we did not set out to make any money mm-hmm. off right. of this. Um, L- largely for legal reasons. <laughs> I want to continue stressing anytime I talk to it, that it is a work of parody and criticism <laughs> yes. and that also we are not profiting mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. it. And to hope that that is enough to let it continue existing uh, on the <laughs> internet with the good graces of Paramount, <laughs> CBS, uh, Graham, Graham tones, Pick, yeah. whatever it is, Graham net yeah. pictures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, <laughs> Grub Street productions, all of the different <laughs> right. production companies involved um but uh also you know our industry is still in the midst of a huge mm-hmm. strike and there's a ton of people besides the people who are striking who are out of work because of that so um all of the places that we screened our Fraser remake were uh nonprofit theaters mm-hmm. um or were free screenings but if they charged admission then it was a nonprofit theater and the proceeds were split between uh letting that you know going directly to the foundation that runs that nonprofit mm-hmm. theater um which is huge cause there's not a lot of art house theaters anymore. Mm-hmm. And one of the places I really wished I could screen this doesn't even exist anymore. in my, in San Diego uh, is an awesome theater that I went to, uh, all throughout my <laughs> childhood, but literally is, I don't know if it's like a department store or a shake shack uh, or oh, some sad something yeah. now. And it was like this incredible Ken cinema in San Diego. Um, but yeah, all the money went sp- split between those theaters and the union solidarity coalition. Okay. And you can find, uh, Tusk, T-U-S-C, at tusktogether.com, and they're great. They do great work. and Excellent. Yeah. I
0: think, uh, I, I especially wanted to know, because we've decided that as long as Strike's still going on and we're um, recording this, we don't make a lot of money on Patreon, but what we do make is going to go to that, because it, it, it feels weird to promote oh my a gosh. show. <laughs> uh, you know, it feels weird to promote a show for a streaming mm. service, you know, because like, y- you can't do a show... A podcast like ours and not have it not be kind of promoting it you know it feels right. weird to promote it for one of these streaming services while
1: people are striking the stream- streaming services you know so yeah uh yeah there was one, one of the first answers i got from sag about because th- this was a sag project it was mm-hmm. done uh on one of their really 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 low budget things because it because <laughs> <laughs> it had zero right. <laughs> um but the first person i talked to at sag was like no because that's Promoting a show, and I was like, "But the show was on the air thirty <laughs> right. years ago." And they're like, "Yeah, but it's still promoting it." Mm-hmm. But it wasn't there. It, it wasn't their department. They, that was just kind of like their gut right. take on it. And so then, once I talked to someone else, they were like, "Nah, it's fine." Yeah. Um, but there is a concern, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's cool that you guys yeah. are doing that. To be clear, we really make almost nothing. But <laughs> what we do make, I the mean, very I, small
0: amount we make is going to yeah. go uh to that foundation um, now uh, for as long as we're doing this podcast and uh, and the strikes are still going on. That's what we're gonna do, so.
1: Wow,
0: that's very nice of you we're guys. We're not doing this for
1: money. Like we're, like, we're not living on this, so. Right, same. You know. Yeah, there was no uh, one of my friend's moms was like, so how do you make money off of this? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I definitely am not. Right. Like, I'm losing yeah. money doing this, but that's art. <laughs> yeah.
2: A labor, a labor of so, love?
1: Mm-hmm. A labor of love, yep. yes. Exactly. So... <laughs> Well nice to, it's talk, been to, great you guys. to
0: talk to guys. you. Y'all know how this goes. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a TGIF Arcade production. For more information about the show, you can follow us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter and Blue Sky. You can write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. If you like the show and want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade or rate the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: Life's callin' again, Bean Town. We do love you madly.
2: Good night, boss.